Welcome back to another week of You Do You. Hope you've had a lovely week. We hope you loved our guest episode last week with Aspen Lish. It was so fun to record with her. I uh, That might be one of my favorite episodes. Like I listened to it, like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, like you probably listened to it too because you didn't edit it. True, yeah. true, true, true. But still, so fun. Yeah. It was so good. So fun to record with her. That was my first time meeting her. So that was just a great time. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. She talks about her birthing experience. She went unmedicated in the hospital. She talks about being a new mom. She talks about kind of social media and how she got her start. Um, All of the things. You just got to go listen. Yeah. She is superwoman for doing an unmedicated birth. I know. That's unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Literally so unreal. Um, I'm obsessed with your hair. I didn't even realize Thank that. Thank you. I got so many compliments today. No, I'm obsessed. You need to post like a s- picture of you in that. Just a fun little pony with some pieces in the front and a caxi hair scarf. No, I'm obsessed. Thank you. Sometimes when my hair is curly and it's in a ponytail, it reminds me of being a kid. Oh. And so I'm like, do I look like I'm in elementary school right now? No. It looks really good. Thank you. Yeah. It Your hair looked really good like yesterday, too. Like the curls. Elle like Woods vibes. Really good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like a life hack is just don't do your hair most days of the week so that when you do end up doing it, people are like, your hair looks so good. Like they appreciate it more. You're right. And also you have a tan. I do have a tan. I put self-tanner on for the first time in I don't know how long. And I won't be waiting again. Like, I'm just going to keep self-tanner on. I am a better person with self-tanner on. Oh, no, same. I use Isles of Paradise right now, but I want to try Coco and Eve. Have you seen people post about that one? Is that like the natural one? I don't know if it's natural. I just know it's on Amazon and I feel like... Like, I have a friend that uses it, and I feel like I've seen other people post about it, so I want to try it. Speaking oh. of things that are new about me, have you noticed anything else that's different? No? No. I'll give you a hint. You have another piercing? You have no. AirPods. I have AirPods. When did you get those? I found my airpods you finally unpacked no oh it wasn't even an unpacked situation listen so if you've been around and been listening weekly for a while i lost my airpods back in like october or november don't i was in the middle of moving and i had one airpod in and the case with the other airpod were just like laying on my bed and i lost them i was like i don't know what happened to them i looked everywhere and then i like fully moved so i was like well if i don't find them moving like maybe they're in a box and when i unpack i'll find them so then i unpacked and i didn't find them and i was like okay well i guess i'll just keep one airpod because for whatever reason like i decided to keep the one airpod that i didn't lose that was like in my ear at the time i would do that yeah so i just kept it and it moved again with me and i was just minding my own business getting ready the other day and i put on a pair of shoes that i haven't worn in a while the airpods were in my shoes shut up it's as if the lord literally tossed them down for me what shoes my nike blazers and here's the thing like i've pulled those before to see like oh is this a good like would this look good with this outfit i just haven't put them on you best believe i'll be wearing those shoes every day from now on like no bless my blazers oh my gosh the broken road that led my airpods back to me i'm so glad i didn't buy another pair of airpods there's so many times where i was like i just need to buy a new pair like the corded headphones are so annoying yeah it was on my christmas list and no one got it for me but i'm glad because i found them i'm an airpod queen again i'm yawning that's okay do you want to catch them up on how you've been practically dead for the last like four days (laughs) guys literally dead (laughs) i lexi literally thought that i wouldn't be able to record for the like the next month because of how dead i was yeah i was like trying to make plans for how we were gonna have episodes for the next couple weeks while molly was on her deathbed yeah i was like it'll be fine whatever um okay so i was supposed to get my root canal which oh my gosh i was thinking the lord above because well 
<sighs> there are so many pros and cons. I was supposed to get my root canal on this week, Wednesday. And that would have been, like, fine. But the thing is, is I would have still had to, like, gone to work. But I would have been in town. So, like, the doctor could have seen me. Rather yeah. than... Oh, they called me and they're like, hey, the endodontist that is doing your root canal is going to be out of town. And so he's coming in on Friday and he's doing all of his patients then. And I was like, perfect. Like Friday actually works better for me. So I don't have to like miss work. And yeah. so um, I went in on Friday and I like wasn't feeling anxious. I've, I'm a dental assistant. So like I know how root canals work I've never gotten one but I've seen plenty of them um so I just was chilling going in there um and the like procedure honestly went fine um the infection that I have is technically called an abscess um and this tooth has been like the nerve has been dead probably for like five years five years i did not know that yeah so it's been dead for a while so like i like haven't had any filling in my tooth like hot and cold i can't fill on it like the only time that it like acts up is when i have a sinus infection then it gets so bad and so um i went to all the endo whatever and he's like okay let's just work canal so we do it and he said that the abscess was so bad and this happens all the time even if the abscess like isn't super bad they'll just like pack medication up there and they won't finish the root canal until the tooth like settles down I don't really know I just went along with it and so he did that and then I was like out and about I can't remember where I had to go but I had to like go somewhere and my numbing was like starting I feel to like you just came home well, he didn't get off until like five. Were you just chilling at home all day? No, because I went and got like neaters and swig. Like I had to go somewhere on that, on that side of town, but I can't remember what, like what I was doing over there. Anyways, my numbing had started wearing off and I had to pull over and I text KJ and I was like, KJ, I don't think I can drive home. I'm in so much pain. And he was like, just come home, like, just, like, try to sleep it off, you know, like, come home, take a nap. And I was like, okay. Like, like I said, like, I've never had a root canal, but I've seen plenty of them. And this, like, I've never heard someone complain after a root canal. Usually it's like. No, before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Usually it's like the patients are like, oh, my gosh, my tooth is in so much pain. And it's like, okay, let's do a root canal. And then, like, they're totally fine. They're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, I didn't have any feeling in this tooth. Like, the only time I ever hurt was when I had sinus infections. And so I get home and I, like, take a nap and I wake up. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like, that pain, like, it's still there. Like, it was pretty bad. And so then we drove up north this weekend. We were up north. And on Friday, I... This is the thing, like, the endodontist didn't prescribe me an antibiotic or pain med. But, like, I've also, like, seen root canals done with not a pain med or an antibiotic. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, like, fine, whatever. Um, And so, Friday night, we, like, get up there at, like, 10, 30, 11, kind of later. And I, like, try to go to bed. And I am in so much pain. And so I think and there's I, like, nothing worse than tooth pain. Yeah. So I think I like woke KJ up that night at like probably like two o'clock in the morning um, to go get like ibuprofen. And let me tell you, I married an angel. Like he literally is so nice. He's so cute. He's like, I let I wake him up I'm like KJ my tooth is hurting and he's like okay I was he's like let me go get you some medicine and then he's like should we turn on like our show and I, like I was like yeah and I was like you don't have to stay awake with me he's like no I want to make sure that you're okay like he's just so nice like 
No, he's literally that's amazing. such a sweetie. I know. So then, like, we turn on our show. Oh, wait. No. I This on Friday night? I guess I didn't wake up until, like, 5 a.m. So it wasn't because he didn't end up going back to sleep. And I felt so bad because then all Friday he was, like, so tired. Um, I can fall asleep. All Saturday. But, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Saturday. Anyways. So, luckily, I was staying at Lexi's house and my mother-in-law's a nurse. And she's so cute. Like, if I don't know if she still has it on her mirror. You should go and look and see. She has, like, my times that when i took my medicine oh, medicine like she last was, yeah like she was literally tracking it for me you were her patient for the weekend no i was um and so then on saturday like me and lexi like went and got acai evils and i feel like it was like fine it was like hurting but it wasn't like bad i don't really know excruciating or yeah anything. um but then, like, later that night, we were just, like, sitting on the couch, and I just, like, ran upstairs, and I got into bed, and we were literally about to leave. Like, we were going somewhere. We were going out to dinner. Yeah, we were going to go to dinner. Like, literally everyone was ready. <laughs> like, and I ran upstairs, and I, like, get into bed, and I am, like, my face is in the pillow, and I am bawling. Like, it is the worst pain ever. And so then, like, I feel so bad, but we, like, canceled plans and just, like, ate inside, or, like ate in whatever got takeout yeah like brought the food home and i at this point like i was trying to wiggle my tooth out like i literally was sitting in bed like (laughs) trying to wiggle it because i wanted to rip it out so bad and then like it's a saturday no dentist is open it was at seven o'clock by this point and so there was like no way like i could even get a hold of a dentist i don't know and so I'm, like, looking up, like, emergency dentist, but then I was, like, maybe I'm just being a baby. Um, so I ended up texting the doctor I work for, and he called me in an antibiotic and a pain med. And literally, if I wouldn't have texted him, like... In that moment. I wouldn't have been able to get it. Yeah, like the pharmacies were all like 15 minutes from closing. No, yeah. All of them were closed except one closed at like, um, sorry, my mother was calling me. Anyways. um, I swear like we start podcasting and she's like, now would be a good time to call Molly. No, literally like I haven't talked to her in like five days. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. Um, And so then... Saturday night, I get my pain med and I take that. And then around, I think I go to, I went to bed at like, what time did the movie end? You were, we, everyone went to bed early. It was like 10. Yeah. So then it was like. Early yeah. compared to the night before when we were up till like one watching Love is Blind. Oh no. Yeah, literally. Um, And so then we go to bed. Then I probably wake up at like midnight and cage is already sleeping he went to bed super early like he probably went to bed at like 8 39 and i am like screaming like i'm hysterical i'm in so much pain and so i like wake cage up i'm like you need to do something like i'm dying and so of course like he goes and grabs his mom and luckily kai (laughs) just wanted to take a bath at one o'clock in the morning so she was helping him take a bath and so she like came in and she's just she's so nice so she like gives me more pain meds and whatever and then I woke up again oh no this is how amazing your mother is she set an alarm at 3 a.m to come into my room to wake me up and have me take more medicine I know she told me that like like, I set my alarm because I'm snoozing like I didn't know a single thing was happening upstairs I'm just in the basement like yeah and so I come up in the morning and I'm like how'd everybody sleep my mom looks dead KG looks dead I'm like who died like (laughs) what's wrong guys Literally. I was like Molly was just up a lot in the night and yeah blah 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 and I'm like oh well so I slept bad. good. Yeah, literally. You're like, oh, I was chilling. No, yeah. So she comes and wakes me up, but I was already awake. The pain, 
probably starting like started coming back at like 2:30, maybe like 2:15. So when she came in, I was like, "Good morning." <laughs> All that to say was we were supposed to record like two episodes this weekend. That didn't happen. No, yeah, like that I couldn't happen. even like move my mouth. Like last no, night, yeah. like I felt so bad. KJ was trying to talk to me and like he was like, are you okay? I'm like, KJ, I literally can't move my mouth. Like, it hurts so bad. You and Jimmy. I bit the crap out of my lip. I just can't. It just hurts. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Anyways, so then I went to, well, okay. So then I ended up texting, I work for another dentist. I ended up texting him. And thank goodness I texted him yesterday. Because he ended up texting the endodontist for me. And um because i couldn't get a hold of him like it's literally a sunday how am i supposed to get a hold of yeah. him you know so he Man, was like working. yeah so he calls me and he was like they open up at seven but online it says they open up at eight so i was like oh thank goodness i can go in there before work like i won't have to miss work and yeah. um he like told me he was like this is how much like pain meds that you should take tonight and then like how much ibuprofen that you should take like he was really on top of it also and um so last night I woke up probably like four different times but it wasn't that I was in pain it was that I was having anxiety about having the pain like yeah I was just like like, anticipating it yeah like I was just so anxious like oh no I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna come back like um and so I went to the endodontist today let me tell you the girl at the front desk pardon my my language she She was was a wench she was literally a bitch. I'm not even kidding. She was so mean. So I go in there and I'm like, bro, I work for a dentist. I know how annoying it is to have someone walk in the office, but I'm on my deathbed. Uh, yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm dying. No, literally. Like, I will start sobbing. I'm not here to hang out. No, yeah. literally. I'm like, sorry, like, I'm in pain and this office like inflicted the pain so you're gonna fix the pain you know Mm -hmm, period yeah so I like come in and I'm like hi like I'm so nice I'm like hey Dr. So-and-so was like yeah how y'all doing yeah literally um Dr. So-and-so was talking to Dr. So-and-so and and he told me to like come in right in the morning at 7 a.m and that he would see me and she was like okay okay (laughs) i would be so bothered okay like she literally probably said it like three different times no literally and i even have like kj knows that i exaggerate my stories and kj was there with me and so then i'm like yeah like he told me i don't know what he's doing like i don't know what he's planning on doing but literally all i got told was to come today and he was gonna come at seven and she was like okay like it was i've been like okay so do something like make a choice what are we doing i'm like she's like literally staring at the computer like not even doing anything and i'm like yeah and so she's like okay um i would not have the patience for that at seven o'clock in the morning i'd be like you're gonna have to shut up and do something so she's like let me go see what's going on i was like okay and so i like you were like okay no literally so i go and sit down and i'm like they're getting me in like i'm not taking no for an answer like i will walk back there and karen karen mode activated no i and i'm in pain like oh, i know i know so yeah. annoying nothing and worse both me and kj haven't been able to sleep for like the past four nights like so you're ready for a baby <laughs> literally um but anyways so then i hear her walk back there and her and the freaking assistant are talking bad about me. You can hear them? Oh, no. Like, they're literally like, Ugh, that's the worst when people do that. Like, and she's like, Ugh. like, they said something like along the lines of. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember. I'm going to have to, like, think about it. But when she came and got me, she didn't even say my name. She was like, OK, come on. I was like, OK. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, literally. And you should have walked in a snail space at that point. (laughs) I was so annoyed. So I go back there 
and Dr. Beathers, or, okay, that's the doctor I even saw. Anyways, <laughs> um, he, drop. he was so nice. He literally didn't even say anything. He was like, glad you came in this morning. I'm sorry that you're going through this. Like, you know, let's, so he numbed me this morning so I wouldn't have any pain for like half the day, which was really nice. And then he gave me a steroid shot. And honestly, miracle. Like, it, it hurts to touch. You're like, can I come in every morning? No, yeah. It hurts to touch, like, my cheek. Now it just feels like a canker sore. Um, but it there's, like, no pain, like, zinging, like, tooth pain. It's just, like, gum pain now. Yeah. So. So is that going to wear off, though? He said that if it, like, if I start feeling pain, um, yet again, he said, just come in in the morning tomorrow and we can give you another right. one. So make sure you have a good script for when you come in in the morning and Miss Girl is okaying you. You just be like, hey, um, no need to be a wench. Um, your boss told me to come in, so I'm no, just literally. actually doing what he said. Yeah. I'm just going to be like. Just a little role play. Hey, I'm here for my steroid shot. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be like. <laughs> literally, like, you can give it to me in She'd the waiting like, room. Okay. No, literally. I yeah. was like. 1-800 choke that hoe <laughs> have you watched that movie no what is that <laughs> i think it's from a Medea movie which is like such a niche reference like i don't think enough people have seen that for me to quote it as much of as i do but it's like me and kj and our cousins like that's hilarious like that is top tier comedy to me oh no kj <laughs> cries laughing watching the Medea movies i need to watch a Medea movie today oh they're literally the best we watched okay. like Medea Only- holiday Yes, Medea Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. Great movie. <laughs> People are like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, have you ever seen Medea? I'm like the Medea series. <laughs> I'm like, Medea goes to jail. <laughs> Medea. I need to watch more. I need to see what Netflix. I, I feel like they're usually on Netflix. Yeah. There's so many. They're all so good. I'm trying to think if I had any life updates, but I don't think I do. Had a nice weekend. It was my mom's birthday. Celebrated. Just chilled. she just likes having all of her kids like under the same roof so that's what we did um i still haven't done my laundry from the last time you guys heard from me so that's something that's fun i'm just like literally surrounded by garbage and by garbage i mean dirty laundry um (laughs) uh, (laughs) that's all i got self-tanner washed my hair found my airpods it's been a really big week for me Guys, wait, another big update. I started fourth wing. That was me, not Alexis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Molly, not me. I have not jumped on that train yet, but I want to now. Okay. And while I was like on my deathbed, um, I turned on How to Train a Dragon because that's kind of like how fourth wing is, but like adult version. And Arnold walked in and he was like, I love that movie. And I was like, read fourth wing. No, he wants to read fourth wing now. <laughs> yeah it's like, it's good up. so far i need to download it like i need to see if my library has it on audiobook because are you just using audible mm-hmm. and i really like yeah, listening I need to, to see it. the voice isn't annoying then no okay that's good because that will break an audiobook for me like if the voice is not something i can listen to mm-mm. yeah this have is have you ever oh shall we I was going to say, this is the, I don't know yet, I guess, but this is the first book I'm in, like, maybe a fourth of the way, and it's only been, like, the girl talking. Like, all of Colleen Hoover's books, like, switch off. Flip-flop. From, like, yeah. the female. Female perspective. To the male. perspective. So, I, we'll yeah. see if a male comes in, but. Yeah. Just, like, one I'm point down. of view. Speaking of audiobooks, have you listened to Jeanette McCurdy's yet? Oh my gosh, no, but I need to. You need to because I love when a book is read by the author. Like she's reading it. I think it's I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah. But I think you should listen to it because she does such a good job. And I feel like I wouldn't have got like I wouldn't have gotten the story as well had I not been listening to her read it is kj watching you podcast yes is that just like a miserable experience (laughs) he literally just came down the stairs and took a flash photo of me 
I saw the flash go off. So I have paparazzi. <laughs> the paparazzi have no respect for me and my family. Pull a Kanye West on him, honestly. <laughs> Literally. Oh, he sent it to you. You can see what the photo looks like. Oh, perfect. I well, probably look like Hunchback Notre Dame. No, like my posture has been so bad recently, especially in school. Like I was like yeah. taking, like I was just like in one moment aware of my posture and I was like, I, this is not a good look for me. The way I'm like shoulders hunched, like neck down, head down. I'm like, that's not a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm pulling up our Instagram so that I can go back to the stories that we posted this weekend. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, you need to. You oh, do yeah. you dot podcast so that when we post about upcoming episodes, you can episodes by you can give us your input. <laughs> so today we're talking about friendship breakups. I think it was a couple months ago we posted like, have you ever had a friendship breakup? And it was mostly yes. And so we were like, maybe we should do an episode on that. So here we are delivering however many weeks later. But we asked you guys a bunch of questions. And so we're just going to go through those. Does that sound good? Yes. Any objections? Nope. All right. So most of us, according to Instagram, 96% of us here have gone through a friendship breakup. If you haven't, you're so lucky. Molly hasn't gone through a friendship breakup. And she also hasn't gone through a romantic breakup. So based on those two facts, we can conclude that she is one of God's favorites. But that's okay. No, In okay. The next slide, we asked you guys. <laughs> it's hard because to me, I've had a lot of friendships that have just like phased off. Yeah. But I've never had like a falling out. Like block, fight like goodbye never and i feel like that's different i feel like that's different because i feel like it's normal in life to like go through phases with friendships and like sometimes you grow apart from someone but like there's no there was no argument there was no fight no beef if you want to say that um and so i feel like that's different like i feel like that's almost just like growing pains versus like stuff went down and we're not friends anymore yeah are you gonna share like your story my fr- oh well i was telling molly i feel like i have like had a couple friendship breakups um one of them was in high school and was literally like close to 10 years ago and so it doesn't even feel like that's something that happened i feel like because we were so young like i could see this person now and i'd be like hey how's life like good to see you like there would be like no animosity like i have no animosity towards them i'm fairly certain i still follow them on social media and so that like i feel like enough time has passed and i'm like oh like i literally don't care also we were 15 whereas the friendship breakup that i feel like i had in college very different like honestly i could still cry about it and so really just different vibes i feel like i'm just a feeler like i'm a sensitive person and in our stories, we asked you, I'll tell you guys the stories that we posted. I said, which is worse, romantic breakup or friendship breakup? You guys all voted friendship, or not all voted friendship breakup, but most people voted friendship breakup. And then I said, what caused your friendship breakup? What did your friendship breakup teach you? Do you need advice for your friendship breakup? Um, and so I feel like coming, like skipping ahead to what that experience in life taught me, it truly taught me that you're not going to be the hero if you will in everyone's story like you're not gonna be everyone's best friend you're not gonna be everyone's favorite person or like favorite character in their book sometimes you're gonna be the person that just wasn't nice or that was a biatch to them like it just happens like there are good people that have done like not nice things to me but that doesn't mean that they're a bad person it's just for me and my story they're not a nice character like I literally have to think of it like a book yeah so I honestly think that's what my friendship breakup taught me was just that like sometimes you just have to let go and be okay with a not happy ending which sucks because to me I'm like but I'm a good person I'm a nice person I care about you like I want this to end better like we're both like acting out of emotion and like it's not ending well because of that And that, like, ate me alive for the longest time. I was like, why does this have to happen? Like, I don't want to be this bad person to, like, these people. Like, I want them to know I'm a good person. 
but that doesn't matter it's like it actually doesn't matter what you're like what people think of you yeah sorry what were you gonna say no it's okay it's hard because i feel like the friendship breakup that happened semi-recently um there was a lot of like drama in the friend group also like and so i think that kind of just like made it worse yeah. rather honestly, than a like, common theme no, you're in friendship breakups is boys and i would say that was like an underlying problem for mine was a boy yeah which is so dumb that is so dumb yeah no but so that's I, like a lot of you guys mentioned boys and i'm like wow we're really letting men ruin us huh no yes okay so um wait i was gonna say okay i was gonna say like lexi has like a lot of friends and i think i say that like every other podcast of how jealous i am because lexi is a friend to all and anyone that meets her is obsessed with her um and i'm literally so jealous um but i think like right now i feel like i don't know i feel like you have like a lot of different friend groups but a lot of them are so fun they're all so different but i feel like there's not any drama in all of the different friend groups that you're in no but this one friend group something i wasn't used to was drama yes like that one friend group i just feel like was talking like bad about everyone like it was just like kind of toxic people for sure like it was a toxic it it was definitely a toxic group of people we were all younger this was in college so it was just like just a different phase of life where now like that would just never happen to me again like that it was such a situational thing that like that would that scenario would simply never happen to me again yeah also i feel like none of the like girlfriends in my life are drama no yeah. like if you're a drama person i just can't spend that kind of time with you sorry yeah yeah okay what i was gonna say about boys i will say that in high school it's hard because i still consider myself in high school like why do i feel like i'm 16 like mm, <laughs> hard to say like i'm hard like oh all my friends like they're from high school i'm still in high school like i don't know i just feel like yeah no anyways um i also am like out of all my friends in high school i guess except one i'm married i'm the only one married also like something interesting is i feel like you almost lost friends in high school over a boy no that's you ended up marrying that boy yes so i was actually just talking to my therapist about this on wednesday and i was just saying like in high school it was so hard because i had so many friends come to me and tell me like you need to leave kj you're ruining your life and i was telling my therapist i'm like how do i convince my kj's literally staring at me (laughs) right now but a live audience yeah literally kj are you my live audience can you start clapping for me bye okay anyways the spotlight no yeah bye (laughs) um so uh, forgot what i was saying but you were telling your therapist what you were telling your therapist like your high school friends that were like you need to like break up with your boyfriend oh yeah but i'm like 16 at this time i'm like how do i convince my friends guys listen I'm going to marry this man. Like, please leave me alone. Um, so I did have, like, falling outs. But I really tried to, like, stay in contact with them. But our situation was just hard. And then KJ had some friends that I think we both just kind of needed to distance ourselves. Um it's hard because in a relationship it's normal to be like okay we need to like reevaluate the friendships around us now that we're together but because you were in high school so many people were like you're young you need like you just need to be having fun you don't need to be so serious yeah but i'm like no guys like i saw him and i was like that's my husband like 
but like that is good advice for some people like some people you shouldn't give it up all you shouldn't give it all up for your high school boyfriend but then for some people it works yeah um so i do think that i've had like falling outs but i'm just like the type of person where i'm like okay like if that's what you think like that's okay but i don't hold a grudge it happens good vibes and that's the thing too that i felt about like i honestly like time just kind of feels everything like for the first little bit with that friend group i was like bitter and just like unhappy and i was holding on to like all of these negative feelings but then i was like i am only hurting myself like they don't know that i feel this way they don't care they probably don't care that i feel this way why would i sit here and like harbor these negative feelings when i'm the only one that has to carry that like i am the one holding those every single day no yeah so a word from the wise literally let go okay but some of you guys told us what caused your friendship breakups so i'll read those growing apart when the other person enjoyed negativity and the drama that's i feel like i've seen that one a lot like just high school drama or gossiping is what caused their friendship breakup and i am actively trying to be better about not gossiping or not like speaking about situations that aren't my business i'm trying okay this is me publicly saying that i'm trying next she was toxic good for you for leaving my friends and i could tell her she never truly my friends and I could tell that she never truly wanted any of us to succeed. That's hard. Have you ever been like, have you ever had a friend like that where it's like, you can tell that they're more active in your life when you're not doing well? Yes. Like that is very hard. Cause I'm like, if you're going to love me at my lowest, you need to love me at my highest. Yeah. And like be happy when I'm like at my highest. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like said not since, since we've like gotten so famous on the podcast, like I've had so many friends like reach out, like Molly, let's hang out. Like, hey, hey, yeah, like, like people seriously using us for fame, which is just not fair. Like, yeah, like they're literally like begging for me, like take me shopping, like, like Molly, please hang out with me. Yeah, and I'm like, sorry, like you didn't love me at my lowest. Sorry, you didn't love me when we had two hundo. If you didn't <laughs> love me at two hundo, you can't have me at four hundo. <laughs> literally literally someone Guys, said not sure oh, yeah no 100 percent. that was a joke just so you know <laughs> someone said not sure and that's the worst part of it that hurts when someone just disappears out of your life um getting annoying and being petty teenagers and chasing high school and distance changing high schools and distance wow i can't read I definitely think when you're younger, having a long distance friend is not the move. Like you can't do anything to see them. And that's just hard. But then I think as an adult, if you're not willing to put forth the effort, like you could literally live like 10 minutes from someone. But if you're not putting forth the effort to see them or like still be a part of their life, you're also just going to grow apart. Like adult friendships are hard. We could do a whole episode on that. A stupid boyfriend and too much drama. Yet Always again, boy. boys. Um, feeling left out and kind of bullied. Bender. Gossip. Gossip sucks, but here we literally all do it. Okay, we had some longer ones. Let me read those. Oh, we have a really long one. Okay, bear with me because you guys know I'm illiterate. <laughs> I had two best friends who were telling me to continue to pursue this one guy I'd been going on dates with and kissing. They kept telling me we were such a good match. Then back when i used snapchat i saw that this person i most talked to on snap this guy was also the most talked to person on snapchat do you remember when snapchat would tell on you like that like when you would have emojis if you had the same best friends or when it straight up told you other people's lists of best friends they still do that Oh, I don't have Snapchat anymore. Yeah. Um, so I confronted the other friend and asked her if she knew anything. And she said that our other friend was secretly dating him and meeting up with him and that he was going through me to get to her the whole time. And couldn't I couldn't handle liars in my life or friends that would treat me like that because I've had friends because I've had bad friends before. So I had to distance myself. Bye. That would be so hard. Goodbye. Can you imagine? That's enough. Like something that i feel like in my friend group we'll talk about a lot or like one of my friend groups is just like 
if you like we are all good friends to each like it's a circle to have good friends you have to be a good friend so i feel like i'm always like everyone here is a good friend to me i'm a good friend to you so like we are good and that's something that i feel like people have a hard concept with like they want to be able to have their cake and eat it have their cake and eat it too takes a friend to be a friend though it's just like that golden rule of like treat people how you want to be treated like no a hundred percent it's not that hard but for some people i hope karma gets her and him all no literally all of them but what if they were like meant to be together like what if that was her person and she just didn't know how to tell her friend okay it's never right to cheat and lie be a freaking adult and tell your friend i'm dating your boyfriend I'm dating your boyfriend. It, actually, I take that back because it should have never gotten to the po- point when you were dating her while she was also dating her. That's the thing. Like, him. that was just rude of her to, like, wasn't she the one saying, like, oh, you should date him, like, encouraging her? Is no, that, yeah. Is that Some what of these things are so sad. Yeah, they were, like, egging her on, like, yes, like, you need to date him. I hate that. This is the same girl. She said, new girl moved to town. We became best friends. She convinced me to distance myself from all of my other friends because they treated me so bad. And on senior trip, I showed up and she was sitting with all of them completely ignoring me. So I need to be this girl's friend because she doesn't have nice friends. <laughs> um, No, please like message me and come hang out. No, she messaged us. I'll, I'll show you who it was because I'm like, wait, your friends all suck. Um, the boy she liked had a crush on me, even though I didn't like him, even as a friend, she said it was too hard for her to be around me, but not before she tried to set me up, but not before she tried to set me and him up constantly. That makes no sense. So she had a crush on this boy who had a crush on her. And then the friend who had a crush on the boy would be like, Hey, you and my friend should date. So a love triangle. Yeah, except the boy doesn't like her. Been there, done that. She would beg me to come to her house because she quote unquote needed me, but would leave out the detail that he was there just so he could hang out with me. She hoped he would like her more because she was helping him spend more time with me. We had been best friends for five years and she knew him for probably five months. Never pick a man over your girlfriend unless it's your husband. (laughs) True. And I picked my husband, okay? facts she crossed my she crossed my sister and got disrespectful and something and said some things that she couldn't take back or come back from and that's what having sisters is for and if you don't have sister hope you just have really good friends <laughs> but and some of you literally don't honestly if you need someone to like back you up i'm there i would literally fight anyone for all of our listeners i would actually pay good money to see you get into a fight molly oh like a fist fight yeah oh there's no way i could <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like you're like i will back you up time and place b i could probably like yell at someone like i could probably say some pretty hurtful things you're like i could (laughs) you're like my words are literally spiteful no literally i'm like i could probably make someone cry just by like my words (laughs) i'm scared just kidding (laughs) i'm actually like not rude Okay, the next question box we put up for you guys was, what did your friendship breakup teach you? And I'm excited to read these. Okay, the first person says that I need to put my needs before someone else's, which I think is a crazy lesson that you have to learn in friendship. Like, it's literally, like, that's your friend. You still have to take care of yourself. You won't have to beg true friends to stay. These are all like kind of hard pills to swallow if you're going through it at the moment. Um, But at the end of the day, two people have a choice to be friends in a relationship. And I took the blame for years that it was my fault. We weren't friends anymore, but a relationship is two sided and they could have stayed and figured it out if they wanted to. True. Why are these like deep? Like I'm feeling these in my soul. It's so much better to keep people you trust and treat you in your inner circle, treat you right in your inner circle. Um, it's so much better to have one or two true best friends than having a ton of fake ones. Amen. Yes. Quality over quantity. You don't need best friends to feel of worth. Mm. That is true. Especially like if your friends are treating you poorly, 
just like reading some of your guys's responses if your friends aren't like treating you like a friend should respecting you like there for you that's you are not missing a single thing on like kicking that person out of your life yeah oh this one i feel like is like a lesson that i needed that i had to learn like in my early 20s some relationships are meant for you in specific stages of life and that doesn't need to be sad like yes that's like the characters in your book like yes like sometimes they were just there for a couple chapters and like then they leave and it's fine and you meet some other friends in a couple chapters like i like thinking about my life as a book makes it so much easier for me yeah Yes. Like, I'm actually speechless at that that. one. Okay. My friendship breakup taught me not to people please. Wish I figured that one out. Like, I'm still working on that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big people pleaser. Working on it. That I am okay without her and I'm happier without her. Aw. Some people said they're still trying to figure it out. And if that is you, I'm just giving you a hug. Yeah, it's uh, all going to be, be okay. Around. Yes. And you have us. We are your friends. Literally. My friendship breakup taught me that I want to be around people who hype me up and want to be with me. True. That's a big one, I feel like. And you could take that for friendships or romantic relationships. Like, you should only want to be with someone that wants to be with you. Something... Okay, I'm, like, jumping all over the place here a little bit. But on The Bachelor last week, I think, when he sent Jess home she was like so sad and obviously like that's devastating like she said that she was falling in love with him and he literally immediately sent her home yeah but she should honestly be relieved that he did her the favor of sending her home and not letting her like fall more and more in love with him when he wasn't returning that favor like right in that moment no that was honestly like that's something that i think the bachelor like i feel like this always happens every season this like someone will come and be like i love you and then they're like, I'm not feeling it. Uh, yeah, but then they keep them around because he could have very easily kept her around just to make himself feel better. No, yeah, but like in, I'm saying like in past seasons, like I feel like this happens. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Arnold just got here and he wants everyone to know that he's saying hello. Hey, Arnold. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good lesson to learn just in life in general that you don't, if someone doesn't want to be in your life, don't like they don't need to be there. Yeah, but, like, can we just, like, be adults and, like, figure it out and be, like, okay, listen, I'm in a different phase of life right now. I love you. I'm going to support you, but I'm going to go this way. And you don't have to take it personal. Yeah. Rather, like, with Joey, like, it's, like, Jess, like, I want the best for you, but I'm not feeling it. Like, I hope you find someone for you. Like, I think that should be a lesson to just anyone watching that to be like wow like that's okay jess he doesn't want to be with you why would you want to be with him like yeah on to the next you will have such a great time in paradise that's the thing like with friendship breakups is like it's so hard because i'm like you want to like beg for a friend to be around like wouldn't you just want it to like come so like naturally organically yeah um we had like our last question that we asked you guys was do you need advice on friendship breakups um and some people said yes and some people said no like i learned how to heal and i just hope others find like what they need with true friends truly the only advice i have with friendship breakups is to just know that like just like a romantic breakup it's gonna stop hurting like eventually you're gonna be like you know what like I learned some lessons from that. I grew from that. And just like one of our responses said, like just because a person was needed in your life for a certain period of time and they're not anymore, doesn't it doesn't have to be sad. Like sometimes it can be just like a nice, like, oh, we're growing and we're going different directions. I mean, obviously if there's like drama and, you know, hurt feelings, it's not that simple. But I think the characters in a book is the only thing that helped me like with my friendship breakup is I could be like you know what I don't have to hate them I don't have to wish them 
like harm in any way like I can still be cheering for them and want the best for them and their own stories but they're just not going to be a part of mine anymore and that's okay yeah that's good so Molly just to end on a silly little fun little light note Molly looked up some celebrity friendship breakups oh, wait, and I was no, like no, no, I wait, wait, know wait. I still have things to say oh I'm so sorry no that's okay but we can talk about it well, you can say your thing and then we'll go to the celebrity ones. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually like can't wait to talk about that because that's going to be so funny. No, like, um, I'm already laughing. Yeah. But I was just going to say I've had a, most of my friends, I still feel like, and all pretty much growing up, they weren't Mormon. Um, and I got told a lot that... I wasn't invited to things because I was Mormon, um, which honestly sucked so bad. But from a girly that didn't grow up in Utah, that is just the weirdest thing ever for all parties involved. Like that is so weird. But then it's like I have a really good friend and she isn't Mormon and like vice versa. Like she always got told like we can't hang out with you because you're not Mormon. I'm like, can we not do that? Like, like, I really don't think it matters, like, what religion a person is, what, whatever. Like, I don't think it matters if a person is a good person. It, it Like, like the religion piece has no part in it in my head. Like, it's just an odd thing to be like, sorry, I can't hang out with you. I'm not going to hang out with you because you don't, I don't see you at church on Sunday. Like, what? Yeah. Um... So the way that Lexi likes to think about her life as a book, I like to think about my life as a race. Um, I don't know, because once upon a time I was a runner and this is your year to come back as a runner. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, and I just always think about my friendships and even if like we have had like a really hard time in life like if we were running and say that like I'm a mile ahead of you like I'm still cheering you on or say I finish at the finish line like I will be sobbing in tears seeing you cross that finish line because I am so, so proud of you like and I want still you running to know the same race. that like even if we don't talk every day like that's why it's so hard for me to delete social media because honestly, I feel like I am my friend's biggest cheerleaders and it's so fun that I can like see them on social media and like it's so fun to see my friends that like I'm not super close with like we don't talk every day, but like I you just are want such my, a good cheerleader. I just want people, my friends though. to know like I am cheering for you and I hope you have the best life and I will never stop cheering for you like that's what's so hard for me like as a friendship breakup because I guess I've never had like someone do me wrong or I'm like oh like you're done you know but even if I feel like I did I still would cheer them on in life because yeah like and I think that's a good place to be in post friendship breakup to have that kind of like clarity and kind of be able to take that deep breath and just look back and be like you know what like it's all good yeah we're chill yes um okay there's just this quote from this book that i found um and i thought it was super good if people are wanting advice um the quote says good people can be toxic too a person does not need to be bad negative or mean for their presence to bring you discomfort people who make us happy shine light on us and care about us can also cause us the kind of pain that makes it difficult for us to continue having them in our lives. This does not mean that there is something wrong with them or you. It just means that you both cannot mix together for too long. It means that you cannot have someone in your life if they bring you just as much grief as they do love. It means that this person is good and bad for you and that never works out no matter who they are and what they mean to you. And the sooner you accept this, the quicker you will be able to get rid of all the toxicity in your life, both good and bad. And the better 
um, able you are, wait, oh my gosh, and the better able you will be in taking care of yourself. The bringing them just as much grief as they do love. Like, why did that hit me like a ton of bricks? Yeah. So people love to make excuses for friends, for boyfriends, whatever. Being like, oh, well, like they do this. That's so good. And I'm like, but if they do this other thing that is not helping you and like building you up, then all of the good, like it actually doesn't matter anymore. Like you got to pick yourself. Literally. I love that. We'll post it on our story if you want to screenshot it. Okay. Sorry. I have one more quote. Molly is our quote queen. Oh, wait. Sorry. You cut out. Did I cut you off? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Um, okay, this last one. It says, not everything is supposed to become something beautiful and long-lasting. Sometimes people come into your life to show you what is right and what is wrong, to show you who you can be, to teach you to love yourself, and to make you feel better for a little while, or just to be someone to walk with you at night and spill your life to. Not everyone is going to stay in your life forever. And we still have to keep on going and thank them for what they've given us. And I think that's honestly a really good... That gave me chills. No, yeah. So good. I think that's a really good thing to remember. That even though this person has, like, caused you harm or you don't have the best memories of them like you have to at the end of the day thank them for what they've taught you even though if it's like good or bad it's like you know what thank you for allowing me to become a stronger person thank you even if the only lesson you learned was that you need to pick yourself exactly thank you for teaching me how to be strong like you know there are so many fights and things (laughs) that I have been through in life with friends and all I can say is like you know like if those things would have happened I'm, I would not be the person I am today yeah and so no, I know so it's true. so hard but I think that you just have to like realize that everything happens for a reason and it's all going to be okay period yeah Amen. so Love let's Ooh, whoa. Yeah, let's end this on a happy, fun note. A silly little funny note. Just so everyone knows that, one, be thankful that you're not freaking famous. Um, Because your friendship breakups become public news. Literally. And people, like, sing about them. Like, the way that when we went camping, we were talking about how Ed Sheeran's song is literally about, one of his songs is about Ellie Goulding. Ellie Goulding and Niall Horan, yeah that is so funny like me 10 minutes ago like i don't want to talk about stuff that's not my business i don't want to gossip and then now i'm like yeah so like these celebrities um okay i'm trying so i just know i was saying when molly was looking this up like i just know demi lovato was on this list somewhere because i feel like she used to be like so in with all of the like disney people and then once she was out of disney she like didn't want to be associated with them anymore so who is she on the list with um okay the two people i can see so far i haven't like gone through this whole list but demi lovato and selena gomez their falling out happened when demi started doing drugs selena kind of just like distanced herself peaced out but it was just like i feel like it was so dramatic for anyone like paying attention at the time because they'd been friends since they were on barney together yeah. Like as oh small gosh, children, about they that. were on Barney together and then they got to be on Disney Channel at the same time. And yeah. then, yeah, they just grew apart. But when you're a celebrity, it's public knowledge. Wild. Um, The next person that she's on with, I don't really know how to say her name, but it's Wilmer. Ball. Oh. Dara. Wilmer? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's her ex-fiance. Oh, let me is see. It? At least I think she was engaged to him. If I'm thinking about the oh if, yeah, if, they if dated this is the for the person I'm thinking about. Okay, yeah, he's from that '70s show. I want to say, and oh. there was a very large age gap when they met, and so they were just friends for a while, and then they started dating. Oh, okay. But then I think with all of her, like it was like another addiction thing. Like they just broke up. Um, 
Let's see. A lot of these are couples. Like, wasn't Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt? Like, weren't they together? Yeah, they dated. Okay. Um, another one on here is um, Kim Kardashian in China. Or Black China. By Kim Kardashian and China. Literally. Just the whole just China. country. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was, I didn't know they were friends before she dated Rob. Oh. Because that is his baby mama. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Learning new things here. Interesting. I've, I'm sure if I, like, thought back, I could think of some Kardashian friendship breakups. They definitely, I feel like, have been public with their friends. And then sometimes they just, like, disappear. Um... Kim, though, speaking of the Kardashians and friends, Kim, like, keeps her high school friends. Like, she still hangs out with her friends from high school. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so anytime someone's, like, hating on her, I'm like, she can't be that bad. Like, the people that knew her before she was famous still enjoy her presence. Um, Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, they had O-T. a decade-long friendship, but then issues came about when... But when the stars are blind singer, I don't know who that is. Oh, got married to Carter. I oh, guess. Oh, and Paris Hilton got married. Yeah. That so all celebrities like, are just like up. us. Um, I guess like one of the big ones that is going on right now is the Vanderpump Vanderpump rules. Isn't oh, there yeah. like a big friendship breakup that's going on? Yes, yes, because it was um, Ariana Maddox was dating Sandoval, and Ariana's best friend, at least I'm pretty sure it was Ariana, Ariana's best friend cheated on her, or cheated on, no, Ariana, okay, Ariana's best friend got with her, like, long-term partner. They'd been together for, like, years, like, pretty much married, and they were cheating on, they were, like, cheating behind her back. But I can't remember her name. And I don't watch Vanderpump Rules. I just know the story from the news last year. Literally every podcast I listen to, like, keeps me up to date. Yeah. Scandival. Okay, wait. I didn't know about this one. But Caitlin Bristow, which is a previous Bachelorette. Bachelorette. And Chris Harrison. They have beef? Apparently, because when Chris got kicked off the show or resigned, whatever Caitlin replaced him. What? Didn't Caitlyn replace him? Yeah, but apparently, I'm guessing that Caitlyn went on the, <clears throat> like, Nick Files podcast. Vile Files. Yeah. And I think things were said then, but I know Chris Harrison has also been on that podcast. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I love that Nick Vial just, like, is chill with everyone. Takes zero stances. Oh, no, yeah. Um, Speaking of also- which, he just had a baby and posted the cutest video Really? Like, I showed it to you. Oh, Nick. We were at, well, Sorry, I, why did I think that you were talking about Chris? I was like, is he Oh, married? I know nothing about Chris Harrison. I don't even think he's married. Um, Next one, Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I think Didn't I knew that know one. They were friends. I feel like a lot of these are just like growing pains. And then a lot of these people have like gotten to drugs and alcohol and so i feel like that like naturally like can ruin friendships too oh no madonna and gwyneth poor gwyneth really yeah that's really sad wait does it say why um yeah it says though they've been friends since 1999 a source close to both stars claimed the women had major falling out in june of 2010 they do not speak um i can't tell you exactly why they have it falling out but gwyneth can be jealous and competitive in april of the same year um a like thing got leaked that um she was the material oh material girl singer what gwyneth paltrow is that who sings who sings material doesn't madonna sing that no, I'm saying this is a friendship breakup with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Never knew they were friends. Yeah, me either. 
Um, so basically comes to find out that Gwyneth is jealous and competitive. I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow, like, is ma- like people know her for being an actress, but I think she also, like, she's a singer. She was on Glee. She has, like, a stint on Glee. Yeah. So I feel like maybe she was, like, jealous of her music career. Wait, who sings Material Girl? Material Girl. Is that Madonna? Living in a material yes, that's Madonna. That has to be. And I am a material girl. Um, Anyways, hope that made yeah. you laugh after telling you all about your friendship breakups. Yeah, like literally everyone has them, okay? Like and maybe we need to do an episode on finding good friends like in your 20s. I think that would be a good, like a fun episode. Yeah, that would be so fun. I'm not good at it. I have like four friends, mm, maybe three, but remember, But you have good friends and that's all that counts. Quality over quantity. You're like quantity over quality. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. <sighs> all right okay well we love you guys well love you guys so much thanks for listening hopefully this teaches you something about friends i'm so sorry that they're hard but it's just always gonna be be a thing in life giving you guys a big hug and just know that you've got two besties right here yes reach out anytime you want we'll talk to you next week We love you so much. Bye. Bye.